0: eventually at Santa's as Save-a-Savor. I think demented love the punishment, I can't be sure. But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force to make it laugh so all that you'll be pissing on the kitchen floor. It's
1: Hello and welcome to a talking cast, the a talking cat podcast that no one ever asked for, but we're bringing it to you anyway. I'm your host Sammy C and here with me is my co-host Della. Hey. Hey. And it's just us. Yay! host
2: Hostcast. <laughs>
1: You're listening... We don't have any of our stupid guests to bother us. Ugh. Jeez. It's so annoying. <laughs> We're kidding. We love you.
2: We love you, guys.
1: So glad they're gone. You're listening to episode 84, uh, which is minute 83. We are all in to the credits now. All up, up in those credits. All up in the credits. <laughs> um, and... The cat video credits. We got cat Classic. videos. We've got Itsy Bitsy Spider. We, we
2: got, got people's names. Names. <laughs> New York's hottest club... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) yep it's a talking cat
1: (laughs) we've got where it was photographed so we can finally answer the question of where the fuck are they (laughs) all right (laughs) yeah yeah Let's dive right in then, Let's just get into it. Uh, Our first card, it's playing the Itsy Bitsy Spider... Reggae remix. Reggae (laughs) remix. And it's got photographed on location in Malibu, California and Silmar, California.
2: Silmar? Where the fuck is Silmar? I love that name.
1: I don't know. It's a great name. S-Y-L-M-A-R. Silmar. Silmar. It sounds. You know how there used to be for a while. There were a lot of CW shows just named after like a place. You know, there was like uh, Summerland and Everwood. And
2: I never watched that much CW, but
1: Silmar sounds like it would be a good a good like if there CW was a TV show. show set in Silmar, it could just be called Silmar. Uh,
2: Silmar is apparently part of LA. It's like between Burbank and like San Clarita, I guess. Cool. I guess it is technically in LA because there's Beverly Hills right down there.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just going to assume one of these is a heavily forested area because I, I imagine the mansion is what is in Malibu.
2: Silmar is right next to uh, Angeles Angeles National Forest. So that's where the poor house is. <laughs>
1: That is where the poor house is, <laughs> and the rich houses in Malibu. Surprise, surprise! I'm guessing that all those like establishing shots are probably of like all kinds of different places. I can't imagine oh, that they. They all probably come just got from. them
2: from a stock footage place. Like,
1: and so then we get another another shot of Squeaky, who we know is Duffy, sitting on the table drinking drinking that weird milk water tuna mixture. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm, appetizing, <laughs> yeah.
1: And he's just kind of uh, you know you would think for these cat outtakes, they would just choose the ones where the cat's doing something interesting, but, uh, no... <laughs> you uh you think you think too too highly if you think that uh there is the cat is just chilling by just the bowl. sitting on the
2: table. There's like a camera like it tilts yeah, up.
1: The camera kind of jars. No reason up in a weird way. And so you're like, okay, well the cameraman was fucking around, so this is a blooper, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I like I want to say
2: it's a tilt because that's like the film school term for a camera moving up or down. Right. That's giving it too much credit. Honestly, <laughs> right. it literally right. just like kind of jerks up. Upward.
1: Yeah. It's like he, he leaned on the camera accidentally and it just kind of... Well,
2: there have been good <laughs> camera shots in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. there's that one tracking shot down the hall and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a crane shot in When They Come Down the Stairs that we talked about at length. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This
2: is probably just between takes this was <laughs> yeah. happening or something. Yeah, Because yeah. I want to uh, give the cameraman credit because... Or, I don't know, camera person. Because whoever they are, they did... A good job at points, yeah. so... Good job, you. I actually really like that watering can on the table next to Duffy. Yeah. Very squeaky, sorry.
1: It's a nicely... Se- it's it's a nicely done little set. I would feel like the, the dining room is the only... And the kitchen is the only place that looks like people live there, you know? <laughs> In the porn mansion.
2: What? You don't think people want to sit on... <laughs> Couches shaped like cars?
1: I think they do want to sit on it. I just don't feel like anybody is like wakes up on a Saturday morning, comes downstairs in their sweats, and wants to go watch Netflix on the little car. You know what I mean? I
2: mean, I do, but mostly because it's in this movie, so I think that's not a fair comment
1: to make. (laughs) So then we get a little card that says, Post-Production Sound Services by Ear Candy Sound.
2: I kind of like that name, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's it's a good name. Our sound re-recording mixer has the coolest name ever, Maui Holcomb. Mm. Great, great name. And and meanwhile, Itsy Bitsy Spider is really... the, Bitsy spy. Yeah, And they're like, <laughs> down came the rain, and <laughs> up came We're doing some it's so super good.
2: great dances right now. Yeah, yeah. For the listeners.
1: <laughs> yeah, you guys wish you were here to see our dancing. Oh, uh, this, uh There's a Foley artist, Donald Lee Purnell.
2: I love Foley. I will be totally honest. The first time I ever went into a Foley room, I was so excited. It is such a cool... For those who don't know what Foley is... I have no clue what that is, so... <laughs> Foley is, like, creating, like, sound effects...
1: Or mm-hmm. not,
2: well, sound effects are like stuff that you, um, oh god, the difference is like really stupid and technical. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, Foley, they like create like footsteps in like oh, different, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like they'll create like door opening sounds. Mm-hmm. You just like get to go into this room with all these props and shit and like try to recreate sounds, and it is so, so cool. Like, yeah. Foley is the coolest job.
1: That sounds really cool. Well, good job, Donnelly Purnell. I bet yeah. you are enjoying your life, and I'm sorry you had to do Foley for this movie, but. <laughs> yeah, but we
2: don't I'm i didn't sure still fun. <laughs> review the foley in this movie very particularly but yeah
1: i don't think i even
2: the best foley you don't notice that it's there because
1: yeah, yeah. any like sound effects at all <laughs> but it was very it's a pretty quiet movie aside from just like weird music cuts yeah. Um, well yeah
2: well like i'm like i was gonna say the best foley you don't realize is like yeah. not just stuff that's in the like was recorded on set so right. you know Right. I think the fact we didn't notice means it was good. So good yeah, job, Baro.
1: Good job. Well, and then it just cuts to like a really close up of Squeaky's face. Um, he's just sitting there. Yeah, hi, cat. He's <laughs> staring cat. very
2: intensely at me from my computer right now. You're
1: really close to the cat. The cat's just kind of blinking sleepily. Cat. So we get a nice uh, close up shot of of the of Squeaky's eyes. What color are his eyes again? Like yellow. They're like yellow. Yeah. yeah very intense yellow um, and then we get another uh, another shot of squeaky sitting on a pool chair being messed with by somebody has a ribbon
2: um, <laughs> just torture that poor cat
1: and he seems like halfway interested he's not like in you know he he's not super focused like sometimes cat cats get it like every
2: time it comes into his vision he's like what <laughs>
1: yeah this is a credits minute so i feel comfortable just like giving you a boring anecdote about my cats um, <laughs> But one time I was sitting on my couch and I was filing my nails and both of my cats were sitting on the, like, on the floor at my feet staring at me. So I was like, what are you doing, cats? And they were just staring at me. And so I, like, lifted up the nail file and they both were, like, staring at it. And I was like, okay. So I, like, booped one of them on the nose and they both were just, like, totally transfixed. So, like, wherever the nail file went... They were moving their heads and like totally in unison. It was fucking adorable. I just randomly (laughs) hypnotized my cats with a nail file. Uh, <laughs>
2: Do cats care about anything, really? <laughs>
1: no, cats don't really care. I'm pretty care. sure they don't care. <laughs> I mean, some cats Some cats don't like to be picked up. Some cats, you know, don't like certain things. And some cats are just dicks. But, you know. At the end of uh, Squeaky playing or, you know, showing mild interest in uh, a <laughs> ribbon, there is Itsy Bitsy Spider finishes and new music starts. Oh, and... new
2: music! <laughs>
1: And how would you describe this music, Dylan? I
2: think Darren described it as upbeat clown music.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I would describe it, it's like vaguely
2: more intense than I would expect, (laughs) and like kind of, there's some weird discordant like minor keys in it. Yeah. And I'm like, why? What is happening here?
1: It's like it's it's really it's kind of an intense change from from the chill, happy feeling I was feeling from the the itsy bitsy spider. It's
2: like da dun do do da da da
1: Yeah. Like what? Yeah. It's like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, Then we get, do do we want to know the post-production facilities and production insurance? Sure. (laughs) I mean, you know. Uh, The people should know. Post-production facilities provided by Lucan Entertainment. Yay, Lucan Entertainment. Thank you for providing post-production facilities.
2: And production insurance is from Event Insurance Canada, Inc. and
1: Heidi Kroger. Good job, Heidi. I'm sure this wasn't too much of a risk to take insurance. Yeah, was. I don't think there's
2: any particularly dangerous shots in it.
1: <laughs> no, no real, really dangerous scenes except for, you know, when they had that car drive fast with no one or nothing.
2: Dum, around dum, it. dum! <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there are certain rules and regulations about cars in films, but... Yeah. I remember they were very strict on us in college about that. Were they? Well, I mean, in New York, it's, like, especially dangerous to yeah, try to yeah, film yeah. car-related activities. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, where are you going to find a road quiet it's enough like, to, like, not you get run over? Die? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I assume it's different. I mean, obviously, it's going to be different for professionals. I'm sure it's... <laughs> you gotta like insure the car and stuff, I'm sure, but
1: yeah, that's the end of in end of the minute, and uh
2: I was gonna say I
1: always feel like uh need to stay through credits
2: you know Yeah, I think it's partially going to film school that does that to you
1: I think you know it, de- it depends on the movie for me I I like to stay through credits at least for at least like the first like three quarters of it mm-hmm. um, I usually stay through all the way um, unless I just like straight up don't want to see it <laughs> and <laughs> just, unless I'm like oh this movie was bad I'm gonna leave but
2: have you ever walked out of a movie
1: I haven't mm,
2: I don't think I have either
1: I wanted to when I I was like 14 and I saw the Brothers Grimm and there was this scene where a kitten got like ground up. In like Aww. and like there was like meat splatter on the character's face of a kitten. Poor cat. <laughs> and, uh, but I was with a very large group of friends and we had yeah. all come together, so I couldn't really do that. But you know, Brothers Grimm was not a good movie, um, no. unfortunately. I don't think I ever seen it, but
2: if there are dead kittens, I'm not going to.
1: So I yeah I thought I thought it was I thought it was going to be good because it was like you know and I was 14 at the time, so I was really into like the fairy tale steampunky fantasy yeah, yeah. bullshit uh i loved van helsing like fully unironically and still haven't gotten over that <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but but so wasn't i wasn't see... uh, hugh jackman in that in van helsing yeah yeah hugh jackman's in in van helsing
2: i think i saw it then because my mom is super in love with <laughs> hugh
1: jackman <laughs>
2: yeah i mean he seems like a good guy no yeah no yeah. shade but
1: yeah uh hugh jackman and kate beckinsale are in that movie And there are werewolves and vampires and... I mean, there you go. And, you know, crossbows and shit. But yeah, I saw The Brothers Grimm. I was really excited because it had Heath Ledger and Matt Damon being, you know, steampunky and fantasy. But it was just like, all I remember about that movie is that there was a kitten that got ground up and, you know splattered everywhere, and uh, a rabbit getting skinned in, like, a top corner of one thing, and I, you know, I... What that was that too rated? From... It was, like, PG-13. Ugh. Yeah, I was, like, not into it. I In... Because I, I guess I'm just I'm sensitive to human on animal violence. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, that's and, fair. Uh, like yeah. Fucking... So anyway, yeah. So but yeah, I try to sit through the credits because I think, especially as I've gotten older and I've I've started to know more about the film industry, like, yeah. and I know people who are in it. It's like, oh, you know, I should I should recognize like, oh, this person yeah. did that. You know, like you don't really have to pay
2: attention, but it's just like right. it's sort of a respect thing, just like yeah to so acknowledge that people did the stuff.
1: Ma'am, this is this is minute 83 and I don't know, I only see one more th- of credits on one more oh my god so this may be the penultimate episode of a talking cast
2: <laughs> on the last episode that we were both on we kind of had our big sappy moment but yeah yeah i guess that was a couple episodes ago so we can right. be kind of mushy we can again little, right
1: we can be a little sappy i you know i just i don't know i just i i have been listening to podcasts for about a year and a half and i was always like, oh, you know, I could be on a podcast, but that's not going to happen. And then this just kind of fell in my lap, and it's been uh, such a great experience for me, you know? Um, I think it's made me a better conversationalist and, like, just a better listener and a better person all around, so it's been really good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I started listening to podcasts, man, a while ago, really. I used to listen to The Bugle with John Oliver mm-hmm. um, and Judge Sean Hodgman Uh, And obviously, Flop House. I started watching the Flop House freshman year of college, which was, I guess, three years ago. Mm -hmm. um, Because I met Elliot, and he was like, oh, I do this podcast. Um, Oh, yeah. I started taking improv classes around the same time. So I just, like, have always kind of wanted to be a performer. And this isn't, like, the same as improv at all. But it's been really good to have something I can put my name to. That's like, this is something I'm... I've been really proud to be a part of it and yeah. I think we've created really great content for a niche market definitely but <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know it's it's been really exciting and um it's really inspired me to take lead on some other projects that uh I probably wouldn't have been able to do otherwise because I would have been like I don't have the experience to do this so right, total. I guess thank you to Stuart for, in passing, mentioning the concept of a talking <laughs> cast. Yes. Thanks to Darren for setting it up. And uh, thanks to you for being my co-host from the beginning, pretty much, yeah. right? So Yeah.
1: Yeah, we were we were kind of the, the original co-hosts, and we got some other hosts on in, but we... And we appreciate them, too, so
2: much. Yeah, but we appreciate uh,
1: them a lot, and, you know, I, I super appreciate just everybody, you know... Everybody who came on to guests, like, and yeah,
2: Sarah and Darren, Darren for uh, a... Yeah producing and uh yeah yeah so thanks and everyone who came on to guest thank you all so much for being a part of this really crazy stupid project and um
1: and to everyone who's just listened yeah i I think uh you know most of the people we interact with are people who have been guests um but if you're just out there and you're just a listener then we really appreciate that too yeah (laughs) and
2: you know feel free to i don't know fucking message us or some shit i don't know
1: tweet at us
2: we'd love to hear from you uh (laughs) and we hope that you are interested in our next project too uh we're really excited to continue on with this group of people uh creating content even though it won't necessarily be the cast it'll be something and yeah it's still gonna be some bad movie bullshit
1: (laughs) it's gonna be really fun i think it's gonna be a really good time so
2: so thank you all very much for listening this has been episode uh 84
1: yes and uh Thank you, Dylan, for being my co-host.
2: Thank you so much, Sammy.
1: And uh
2: I guess we'll see you all in the next movie, huh?
1: Yeah, we'll see you later.
0: It's Bye, everybody. Minute by minute, that's what they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. Ha- That was episode 84 of A Talking Cast. Your hosts were Dylan Reed Miller and Sammy C. Edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kovaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended.
1: Cat eyes are so weird. Yeah. Um. I think cat eyes are really fascinating. Why are cat eyes like that? Do you know? I used to know...